Hey, it's Saint Trigori, and you're watching AU Dollars. Thank you for tuning in. My brother, I've been batting ever since I was a kid. Black sheep of the family, grew up houses how I lived. Had to make some changes, so I did what I did. Out here making money, fuck, waiting for Centrelink. Yo, what up, Cash Fam? My name is Matthew Craig, and you are locked into AU Dollars, Australia's Hip Hop Connect. We are an independent grassroots hip-hop platform and we appreciate every single person who taps in and supports us. Please make sure you're doing that and supporting the artists we work with by liking this video, jumping in the comments with your thoughts and most importantly sharing and subscribing to our channel because as always, we bring you the biggest and best guests from around the world and in Australia. And my guest today, he is one of the fastest rising names in Australian hip-hop this year. He's a guy who's been releasing pretty steady stream of music over the last few years since his debut in 2020. However, in the last few months, it seems like everything has changed for this cat. His remix of JMB's Juby's track, Wicked, went busters online, went absolutely viral. I'm talking over 5 million streams, Triple Drown Earth feature artists, Pender label deal, all the big playlists, everything you can imagine is arriving for this cat. He has officially arrived. The new single, Underdog, has just been released, and trust me, it is another banger. From the north side of Brisbane, up in a 4K, he'd been about it since he was a kid, my brother. The one and only Say True God. What's up, my man? Hey, my brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you're, you. You're welcome, my G. Bro, talk to me right now about life in 2022 and how chaotic this year, but exciting it must be for you, G. Bye. It's full on at the moment, man. Like, I'm still haven't even, like, weekend hasn't even kicked in yet. I'm, it's just something I dropped and I'm just like, I've noticed it even more when I'm walking around and people are like, oh, TG, TG. And I'm like, hey, bro, what the heck? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> nah, it's mad. It's mad. But you, you, you're the same, some humble guy. You're now out there just picking up the kids, family man, doing your thing, bro. How are you juggling it all? Well, honestly, if I didn't have my family, man, I don't know how I could have got to where I am right now, especially my partner. I'm here picking up the kids, but everyone that knows me, if if I'm not in the studio I'm, or at work, I'm I'm doing something with the kids, with the with the missus. That's real, bro. That's some real shit. Sounds like, yeah, man, you, your story, man, you, uh, appropriately named the new single Underdog, bro. Tell us a little bit about how that links back to sort of your upbringing uh, and what it was like for a young mixed kid in, in the 4K. Man, honestly, underdog, it couldn't speak for me any more than what it means. Like, um, growing up, I've always been the underdog. Yeah. Always always proving people wrong and still being overlooked, still. That, that's how I feel anyway. Just no one's giving me the chance and I'm still here, like, making... Making moves, if that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, for real, for real. And all the boxing references throughout, man, bro, like the Tim Zoo reference, just as Hooney, Isaac Harbin. I'm hearing all the references in there, bro. What, what's your affiliation with boxing, G? Oh, man, I love the sport, eh? I, I've, had, I've had a few amateur fights myself, and, um, man, it's uh, respect to all the fighters out there putting in the hard yards every day, man. It's definitely a lifestyle. So, yeah, 100% respect, respect the sport. And um yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's the pound for pound best right now, bro? Let's give, give us the TG uh, breakdown, bro. Best right now, man. I don't know. There's so many, so many rising. I don't want to say any names because nah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, nah, there's, there's my talent. <laughs> yeah, there's going on. There's going on, bro. Um, tell me, as I said, a bit, a bit there about about your upbringing, bro. I'm keen to know. Obviously, mixed, um, you know, Aboriginal Polynesian heritage. Oh, you've got that line in Wicked was like, I'm too, too poly for the blacks and too, um, too black for the polys, bro. What was that like? Yeah. Walking that tightrope. I'm a mixed race kid as well, bro, so I can totally relate. What was that like for yeah. you growing up, my G? Man, it was tough because like. I, I look Polynesian. Mm. I, I don't look Aboriginal or anything. So me going to my cousin's house and, and, and looking how I look, uh, people just thought like, oh, um, like call me racial slurs. Like I don't want to say the names. Yeah. Or, uh, what they call. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bruh, I'm your people, bro. Like I'll tell mm. them my last name and everything and then we end up being related anyway. So um, yeah, just, uh, just uh, like, because I look like one thing, yeah, just just tough like that. And then, but when I speak with um with my uh, with with the police and I, they're like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm, I'm a little bit Tongan." And they're like, "Oh, you speak Tongan?" And I'm like, "Oh, nah." <laughs> <laughs> so I just just um, I just felt like I just been finding my identity, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah. I can hear that through the music, bro. You sound super proud of like where you come from and and the four K yeah. people and that. Talk to me a bit about that community up there, G. Man, my my great grandmother raised uh, me and my brother, so mm. I, I was pretty. I was brought up pretty old school. Um, dinner on time, like whatever <laughs> we had. Dinner on time. Uh, six o'clock news. Neighbors home and away <laughs> in that order. Yeah. So um, I, I was just brought up real old school, uh, humble beginnings. Uh, it was a two-room flat. Me and my brother slept in the lounge room. Mm-hmm. Um, then our grandmother passed away. And then everything just went mm. like south after that. So, And then I moved in with my uh, – to uh, Redcliffe mm-hmm. with my, back with, in with my parents. And then, yeah. Uh, I'm just real grateful for my my great grandparents that uh, just teach me uh, appreciate all the little things. Hundred percent. And how, how did music come into the equation, bro? I know Tupac was an inspiration for your early early days. It's like I got the kids yeah, in the yeah. yeah, um, we're all jumping in. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did music come into the equation, bro? Um, I had a I had an uncle um that was doing music at the time in. Uh, he had a studio, home studio. Mm-hmm. I've never seen seen it before, and um, he just said, oh, "I'll write something." And then I wrote something like when I was eleven years old, and it was about like Crips and Bloods and everything. My uncle read it, and he's like, "Bro, what is this?" And I was like, "Oh, you know, bro." And he's like, "Bro, this, this this is not true though. This is not real." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Okay, sweet, thank you." And then um, yeah, so I learned to be like authentic from the beginning. Um, uh, fortunately, so. Uh, but yeah, it was my uncle. He he introduced me to music. Um, had a home studio. Laid my first track when I was yeah eleven, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's uh that's a secret track though. That's um, yeah, we went here with that's that's the the Yeah. <laughs> It's good. And how's how's your growth been over? Obviously, you know, you steady been releasing for like the last three years now or whatever. How have you found your own sort of creative growth and evolution? Just, just uh, confidence, really. Uh, like, just building myself confidence. Because, um, like, uh, even right now before shows, um, like, I get mad anxiety. Eh? Like, I'm not, I'm not a public person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So just just working on myself really, uh, and then my partner also grounding me as well, like getting me more relaxed and then opening up, just expressing myself, mm. uh, just being authentic really. Yeah, for real. That definitely shines through through your art, bro, and through your music and just the way you handle yourself. How about like the future? I know it's early days, and that's probably a lot to talk about. Obviously, yeah. you're kids, you're a family man. Legacy is something really important to you. What, what what are you looking to achieve out of this game, bro? What, what's the, the the TG stamp? The TG stamp, honestly, it's just it's just so my kids have something to hear mm. when I'm when I'm not here physically. Um, that that's that's all I have in like that's my always been my goal, just to leave my voice behind for for my. For my kids to hear me giving them advice, um, which I dropped a track called "Future Kings," where I was just like trying to teach my kids how to be a man from my perspective, and something that they could go back to when I'm not here if they need a little bit of guidance if they've lost their way. Um, so for the future, it's just as long as I'm still. Still, like, uh, yeah, leaving my voice behind for those, for my kids and for those who relate as well. Yeah, that's powerful, bro. That's powerful. I like that. That's, that's legacy talk. That's real talk there, bro. All right, let's slide in some money minute, my man. Let's have a little bit of fun. I'll fire some quick questions at you, and you just hit me with the first answer that pops in your head, yeah? All right, let's go. Yeah, money, minute. money minute with my guy, say true God. You could go anywhere in the world on your dream holiday. Where are you going? Africa. Africa, nice, nice. Uh, you got the kids in the back there. What's the TV show that you watch with Africa, the kids? Africa, Motherland. What's the TV show you watch with the kids? Uh, TV show. Man, we I don't even we don't even watch. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, don't so really we, even watch TV. Yeah, <laughs> keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. Uh, dream collaboration. Any artist ever, dead or alive, who would it be? Man, I'd say Tupac. 100%. Or J. Cole. Yeah, nice, nice. What was your least favorite subject in school? Maths. <laughs> I've never had... Oh, I've, it hasn't really... Nah, it hasn't really helped me, but it was just... I just hated it. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Who was your, uh, your first ever celebrity crush? I'll say Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, man. That's... Yeah. I'll say... Yeah. <laughs> um... So when TG gets a big bag, where's your favorite place to spend money? Oh, the closest vegan restaurant. Mm. Closest yeah. vegan restaurant, man. I'm spending that whole pay on a on a mad feed for the whole team. Love it, love it. Uh, when you're playing a show, what's on your rider? What's on my what? Sorry, on your rider for a show. Backstage, what are you oh drinking? Oh, bro. H2O, 100%. The best drink in the world. There we go. There we go. You did, you say, did you say, what are you drinking? Yeah, what are you drinking on backstage? Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro, 100%. Bro, ask anyone. It's straight water. Yeah. All the time. Respect. Respect. <laughs> um, oh, come if, on. If we were swapping seats and you were interviewing anyone in the world, who would it be? David Chappelle. Mm, yeah, that'd be cold. I like that. I like that. And last question. Last one we will ask this to every guest, a little bit controversial. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Oh, don't you ever ask me something that disrespectful again. Don't ever put pineapple on pizza. 
My God. My God. I love the power in the answer. <laughs> my brother, thank you for taking the time for us today. Congratulations on everything you're doing. Uh, we're going to give you support at dollars and look forward to linking up when you come to Melbourne, my bro. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, shout out to everyone on the team. Thank you to Brotherhood as well, my first release under Brotherhood. So mm-hmm. everyone, that's, Yisa, everyone, Dimes, my partner, all the kids, everyone, everyone, the whole, oh shit, everyone, the whole of Australia, thank you. My brother Let's go. Cause they told them where I'm staying. Never did they think they could kick it off from the pavement. We hustle all day and all night for a payment. So when they doubt me, I'm still here like what you say.